Yo, this is Kim from Smokey Brights. It was in the remix. Okay, well, good. I was, <laughs> so you still got it. All right, good. I still got it. Um, thanks, Kim. <laughs> Welcome to the remix here on Cairo Radio. My name is Sean, and this you're hearing the Smoky Brights in demand from their brand new record called Hot Candy. And this thing isn't out until the 21st of October, later this month. Uh, the, the the part of the band, I'd say three fifths. How many members do you have? Five members in your band, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Last Five. time you checked. Yeah. Fractions. I've got Ryan here. Hey. Hello. How you doing, man? I'm great, Sean. How are you? I'm well. I've got Mike. Yep. Hey, Sean. Hey, man. Hi. And Kim. Yo. Your new record, Hot Candy, is absolutely phenomenal. I think that about all of your music, just in general, because you guys are talented folks. There, before we get into Hot Candy and, and your upcoming show and all this, I got to tell you that one of my all-time favorite songs just ever um, will, will always be uh, No Sheer Force of Will. Oh, yeah. That's just one of my all-time favorites. Thanks, man. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Thank yeah. you. Um, so, my honor. Yeah, Yeah. well, I mean, I don't I don't know about that. I'm just I'm just some guy at a radio station. If it's one of your favorite songs, that's a high honor. Yeah, yeah. well, right on. Um, so you have a, a, a record release show coming up October 21st at Numos. We yes. do. To celebrate this release. Um, but before we get into any sort of music talk and things like that, the other night I was at, where was I? I was at the Tin Hat. Have you guys been there in Ballard? Love the Tin Hat. Taco oh, yeah. Tuesdays. <laughs> yes, Taco Tuesdays, free pinball on Sundays. Mm. So I was there just last night, and I had a few too many beers and a few too many whiskeys, mm. which led me to then eat a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I can't really eat dairy because it affects my body in ways I don't <laughs> want to discuss on the radio. Okay. <laughs> but it was delicious. So, But my question to you guys is, have you guys done anything lately that you've kind of been like, why did I do that? Why did I eat that grilled cheese sandwich? Yeah, a lot of nights this <laughs> last week. It's It's been stressful like leading up to this release because mm-hmm. it's like a lot of work. Uh, and we also work other crazy jobs. Like last Thursday, Kim came home like at 7.30, which was way later than she generally comes home. And like we just ordered General Sow's chicken to the door. <laughs> yeah. And just a was, big old bucket it, of General yeah. Sow's. It was I think I, the delivery guy could tell he'd come into a scene that maybe he wasn't fully ready for. You know, you <laughs> just like walked in the door and we were sort of like We put off an aura. Yeah. Did you pounce? Did you pounce on the guy? Almost. <laughs> it was a lot did you know General Sow's that's just fried chicken and gravy. Is that it? It's just it's yeah. like a sweet gravy. So we just had a big old bowl of fried chicken and gravy. Wow. And watched a lot of television, and we almost did that again last night. But then, man, how did you even get this record made if you're just eating General Sal's chicken and watching TV? I don't know, man. 
Mike, do you have any uh, any guilty pleasures? That yeah, I I have a problem with pizza. I, I just yeah. If I start in on it, and you know, I'll throw these personal parties and uh, <laughs> you know, know, just just Netflix it up. Yeah, yeah. And, we, we uh, actually... and I yeah, I always overdo it, and I'm like, why, why? It's so easy to over <laughs> to eat an entire frozen pizza. Oh yeah. It's like when you yeah. cook macaroni and cheese on the yeah. stove. You put the first part of it in your bowl, and you go sit on the couch like a regular person. Yeah. And then you go back and you take the pot and you just finish it off. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, yeah. I have a nickname actually in the band. It's a pizza snake. <laughs> I have a lot of nicknames, but that's really? one of them. Yeah. That's yeah. one of many nicknames. Pizza Snake. Yeah. yeah it's, he's, it's a thing that everyone's kind well, of Well, it's Mike is not like a he's not like a monster of food. You know, it's not like, oh, it's guys eating all the time. It's just like he won't eat very much and then every once in a while, typically after a show, you know, it's like late night, right. back at the hotel or our practice space or wherever we are. We order a bunch of pizzas, and the person who is like guaranteed to make sure we don't have any leftovers is Michael. Wow. So it's like damn near four in the morning, and he's probably you know putting in the like. <laughs> I'm not going to put a number onto it, but the last slices that are there. Yeah. But then he just so, throws so, yes. on ice water and coffee, <laughs> right? So yeah. yeah. you're putting some work into that. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should have just named on an all milk diet now. <laughs> Did you think about naming your record Hot Pizza? We did. We did. We actually did. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know. There's a lot of pizza references. Well, and also, you know, it's like, think of it. Like, you know, I we have lists of various bad band names and album titles and song titles that we've thought of them. Yeah. That doesn't give them any yeah. level of legitimacy well we have uh, just a couple of minutes in this segment but where did hot candy come from what is why why hot candy (laughs) who wants to tell this story (laughs) so well it the first the first time the phrase hot candy entered our lives was uh after we played down in portland um for with our buddies radiation city actually for their record release which Mm -hmm. was like so fun and whenever we play in portland we always stay with jim's sister which is you know, one of us in the room with the bed, but the rest of us in the living room on the floor. And we're all pretty, you know, tossed, getting ready to go to bed. And Mike starts doing this creepy old man impression, and he's offering us hard candy. Oh. But he's pretty drunk, so we thought he said hot candy. <laughs> and then we thought about it, and we're like, hey, that's pretty good. Let's not forget that. <laughs> and then we woke up in the, the next morning, and we still remembered it. So we hot thought- candy. Damn, maybe this is worth something, and and it kind of does reflect the, the sound of the record because it's you know enjoyable and familiar, but at the same time sort of has this weird visceral element to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you guys always create stuff. At least in my opinion, uh, you create music and records that I I don't anticipate. Like for example, the No Sheer Force of Will Silhouettes uh, Seven Inch, and also the Beg Borrow and Steal. And exotic pets; those sound to me sort of similar and similar style. And then you oh, came right. out with "Taste for Blood," yeah. and I was like, I did not expect it was very, it was heavy, it was dark, it was very moody. And so, with this new record, "Hot Candy," it's the same thing. I didn't know what to expect, but I knew I was going to like it a lot. Oh. So, um, before we go to break, Mike, can you do that impression of the old man offering hard candy? That sounds like hot candy. All right, I'll try. I'll try and dig it up. <laughs> You guys want some hard candy? 
That's it. That's pretty you know good, what? Right? That was pretty good. That's it. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break here on Cairo Radio. We're going to talk more with uh, the Smoky Brights. And I'm and I keep calling you the Smoky Brights, but you're just Smoky Brights. There's no yeah. You'd think that I would know that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Both. both work. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. not picky. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. Well, let's go get a pizza. This is the remix on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM, Seattle's News, Seattle's Talk. In demand, Smoky Brights. Hey, this is Ryan from Smoky Brights, and you are listening to Sean DeTore on the remix. Yo, <laughs> this is Cam from Smoky Brights. Listen to the remix. Hey, this is Mikey from Smoky Brights. Uh, you're listening to the remix. You guys want some hard candy? <laughs> <laughs> Brights here on Cairo Radio, the remix. My name is Sean. This is a song called Not Enough Time from their brand new record, Hot Candy, coming out October 21st. Uh, CD release show October 21st at Numo's, along with, I think, Sloucher and Radiation City. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, this record is, um, as I said in the last segment, it's it's just a really great record. So, But what I hear in this album that's different from uh, Taste for Blood or even your other music that's out there is there's a lot of really high highs and really low lows. So like at the end of your song, um, Baby Big Shot, it's like a two and a half, maybe three minute song. And it caught me off guard at the end because I'm listening through great song. And then it's going to this like big crescendo and it feels like it's going to hit like the great gig in the sky type thing. <laughs> and then it stops. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> but your record has a lot of like just a lot of elements that I haven't heard on your in your music before so Rad. what what made you sort of, I mean obviously as a band you're growing and, and learning and so what was sort of your thought process while creating this record and and doing some of the things you did do on on these songs in terms of like the thought process on like making things dynamic yeah uh, I just feel like as rock bands especially indie bands uh, that's definitely like a whole category of uh, music that we often kind of forget about, you know, we're like, we're either like loud rock bands or we're like quiet, chill. Right. You know, and you can't song. be both. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how well that's, that's valued, but like that's in terms of like when I go out and see live music, that's like my favorite moments or when things get just eerily quiet and mm-hmm. get bigger again. It's, it's theater, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we, we like that element. Kim, do you and Ryan write all of the, the lyrics and then Mike and the rest of the guys kind of come in with the music? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, for well, the most well, part, yeah. yeah, it's like one of us will just sort of be at our instrument and chord progression or something and then that turns into a thing and then we mess around with it for a while and then we bring it to practice and then it can often take a totally different turn at practice. Mm-hmm. But it just comes into something that it just feels right for the song, you know, when, when we bring it to the full band. So... That's kind of the process, um, and of course it varies from song to song. You know, yeah. sometimes you bring something into the band, and you're like, "Ooh, well, sorry guys, didn't know that this was going to be the next four hours of our lives." You right. know, or sometimes it's like, "Oh, there you go, 
done. 15 minutes, we wrote it. Really? You know, it, yeah. yeah, it's really, it can be kind of crazy like so, that. So then uh, the songs that you're on, like Desiree and uh, and, a f- and a few others, are, were those written with you in mind to be, to be singing the lead? Yeah, so uh, just one thing, uh, we wrote that song pretty much right after Taste for Blood. And so that's that song's actually, that's been in our set for quite a long time. Okay. And so, you know, we that song, I don't really remember. Yeah, De- Desiree was pretty much written with you in mind, too. Oh, yeah, Desiree. Yeah, Desiree. Well, Desiree, that's kind of one of my favorite stories behind a song uh, of, of ours is we played in Richland at the TriFest. Um, <clears throat> we played with David Bazan. It was super fun just, you know, getting down crazy in a park, probably about 105 degrees, and we're drinking, and then this uh, girl comes into the um, beer garden and is just sort of bringing these growlers of beer in as well. Yeah. yeah. Don't think she was supposed to be doing that, and so we're just all, you know. But it was awesome. It was so, it was so <laughs> fun. And then these girls asked us to sign their T-shirt, um, and it was it was two girls, but only one of them came to get the T-shirt signed because she was like, "My this is my friend Desiree. She's really shy. She doesn't want to ask you for oh, yeah. uh-huh. for her T-shirt to get signed." So we're all signing them. And, you know, we all just sign our names, and it's going down the row. And then it gets to Mike, and he signs it, Desiree. It's okay to be shy. So am I. And then he misspelled his own name. <laughs> <laughs> I took advantage of the growlers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. It was, it, was, it, was, it took the E out, yeah. so it was just Mickey. Mickey. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. we saw that, and we were just like, it was, it's okay yeah. to be shy, so am I. Because that turned into one of the, the main lyrics <laughs> yeah. in the song. Yeah. yeah. There, there was kind of a like uh, that big part A that was sort of already written, and we sort of tabled it for a little while because yeah. we didn't know where it was going to go, and then... I think like Jim was in the we take a little break in the middle of our practices and like Jim was like that'd be kind of a cool lyric but yeah yeah I think the song definitely lended itself to Kim singing it so now Mike you don't really have a lot of lyrical inclusion with the writing in your experience because as a listener sometimes I'm just like I don't know what this song's about like <laughs> yeah. I, I hear the words yeah and they make kind of some sense yeah it's you know but it but it's um it's like a mystery. And so as a band member, do you know what some of these songs are about when you're playing them and hearing them? Or are you kind of like a listener at points when you're like, I don't really understand the song, but I can play it and it's and it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, definitely sometimes, um, you know, the lyrics will really catch my ear and I'll, whoever wrote them, I, you know, sometimes look over to Ryan and be like, yo, what is this about? But So you'll ask and... Yeah, and definitely. Totally cool. um, and and sometimes, you know, those are like subjects that are, you know, pretty personal to us. Yeah. And, and sometimes they're just kind of a little more uh, general and open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's definitely a cool thing, too, to have. Um, but sort of like playing complementary melody lines to a lot of the words, it, it sort of helps me to understand what the song is about and sort of what tone it should have. Kind of helps me maybe think about what, um, you know, so we're all kind of in a cohesive place together i um, think mike has like the mike's always playing like the counter melody or something like lyrical yeah. so i think of anybody in the band that would need to like kind of know the intention behind mm-hmm. the other lyrics it would be him so um well you guys we have uh just run out of time in this segment but uh is it a, would you guys be down to stick around for uh, uh, totally. uh a little bit more yeah, yeah. Oh my yep. God. okay i mean because we don't want dead air 
for the next half an hour. So. <laughs> no, no. That sounds Give good. Give the people what they want. Yeah, Smoky Brights. So, uh, again, this is Ryan, Kim, and Mike, uh, three of the members of Smoky Brights here who are uh, joining me on Cairo Radio. This is a song called Not Enough Time from their new album, Hot Candy. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? I'm Donna Missile. I'm a singer from New Jersey, and you are listening to The Remix. This is just another, you know, gem of a song on Hot Candy that people should uh, should pick up October 21st. <laughs> yes. Thanks, October dude. 21st. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. dude. Yeah, no. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to ask you about the name of your band. I don't know if I've asked you this before, but Smokey can be spelled two ways. Mm-hmm. S-M-O-K-E-Y or S-M-O-K-Y. Mm-hmm. So why did you guys choose to go with the E in there? Because the other one's it just, it's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. End of the show. Well, no, okay, no. And you the, should be ashamed if you've just, ever spelled. The other one's much. a test. Think, think anecdotally. How many, how many words that end with have a vowel in the middle and then a hard consonant and then an e? How many of those words do we adjectiveize by dropping the e and just having a y on there? Mm. Just smoky. And for, if you're if you're George R. R. Martin. I didn't like do a crap ton of research on this question. I was really? just like, I just like saw one day like someone spelled it one way, like regarding Smokey and you know, honestly, I when I named this band, I didn't know you could spell it the other way. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, I was reading uh, George R. R. Martin's saga, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire, and then I saw you could spell it the other way, and I was like, that looks pretty cool. And then. Uh, another local artist put out a record called Smoky Wilds. Um, who is that song? Andy Fitz. Andy Fitz. Uh, if you're out there in Radio Land, find that record. It's called Smoky Wilds by Andy Fitz. Mm-hmm. And he spelled it the other way. Mm. And I was yeah. like, that looks pretty cool. Well, that, no, I, that didn't, was, I didn't know you could do that. That. Was, that album came out actually pretty soon after we named the band. And it was kind of that, it was this sort of moment where we were like, oh man, sometimes that collective conscious thing it, works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Smoky going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was sort of a smoky bright, smoky wilds. Mm-hmm. It just was two random things that happened very close to each other. And we're like, it was kind of a testament to that it might be actually a good, a good sign if, you know, there's somebody else coming out with what's a pretty awesome record. Yeah. That kind of sounds like our band name. Yeah. So. Well, and to be honest, like looking at the word smoky without an E, it kind of looks like smoky. Right. To me too. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look yes. right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah. So what's been the reception to this record? I know it's not uh, been released to the public yet, but I don't know who you've let listen. But what from your peers and maybe some people out in the public, what have you been hearing about this record? 
we have just premiered a couple of singles, so that means you know a few like news, you know, music blog sites have premiered them, and the words they write about the premieres have been really, really kind and awesome. Like I, two different sites have pretty much said like, you know, this is uh, something actually original and different happening in rock and roll right now, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of that. Um, so that's really sweet to hear, and like, you know, we got compared to. I think the replacements and the Beatles in one mm-hmm. record. And I was like, cool, I'm done. I'll <laughs> yeah, I will retire it. now. <laughs> yeah. I hear a lot of different, you know, yeah. like influences on this record. I mean, I hear a lot of, of, of Pink Floyd and just a lot yeah. of seventies, uh, yeah. sort of high falsetto seventies sort of singing and even, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of psychedelic, more psychedelic on this record a little bit. I hear yeah. a lot of guitar swirl and that's, you play, a, um, you play the lead guitar, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that is is probably you playing all the kind of psychedelic, funky, swirly stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. We like we used a lot of like phasers and a lot of modulation mm-hmm. uh, effects on the record. Um, Ryan actually does a, a fair amount of lead on this record too. Okay. Um, which was just really fun to yeah. kind of. Um, sometimes we played like dual leads, which is incredibly oh, yeah. like fun and dorky, but it was <laughs> like, like with your backs to really back. well. I mean. <laughs> No like, promises, but we might. <laughs> that's what you might see that if you would come out great. October 21st. Just yeah. both of you back to back shredding. Yeah. yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, just like fully embracing it and mm-hmm. being like, you know, let's like, like we play lead. Let's just, like just do it. Yeah. 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 I want to play just a little bit of the beginning of your song, In Demand, because it is just one of the great lead ins. Uh, and the bass is so funky and like yeah. dirty and good, but it's just such a great album opener. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's always so nerve-wracking to have something like that leading off a record. Like, yeah. is this too weird? But no. Yeah. yeah, if you enjoy it. And good. Because I just, I like the whole song, but it's like that bass is just so driving. So that, that bass part is how that song got written. Uh, yeah? Yeah, it how was so? like, Jim, because we're always all noodling at practice in the off times. Any you canoodling? Know? <laughs> no, it'd be weird. <laughs> no, but we're like, so Jim... Jim was playing this bass line. Uh-huh. It was like, dun, 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 dun. and we thought it was major for a really long time. So we I was hearing like, like dun, da, 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 dun, da, like really and cheery, like, and I was like, that's really dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and then he was like, no, you're dumb. Play yeah. a minor chord. Yeah. yeah, and we're like, oh man, that's good. And that's when it hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was how that song wow. came to be. That's yeah. cool. That's way cool. Jim Vermillion Thunderfingers. He is, a, is, that, is that everyone his... out there in Radio Land. That's his nickname when you see him on the street. <laughs> Wait, I just you, made that up right you now. You look him right in the eyes <laughs> and you call him Thunderfingers. So we've got Thunderfingers and Pizza Snake. <laughs> oh, that's just the tippy top of the iceberg of nicknames in this. Smoky Bright's uh, Hot Candy new record, October 21st. In Demand is the name of this song. And uh, we'll be back here on the remix on Cairo Radio. 97.3 FM, Seattle's News, Seattle's Talk. Hi, my name is Kim West. I play in a band called Smoky Brights. And joining me this evening is Ryan Devlin from Smoky Brights. We're both from Smoky Brights. And you're listening to a radio program. Uh, it's called The Podcast with 
Sean DeTori. Here on Cairo Radio, this is Smokey Brights, a song called Just One Thing, and I've got Kim and Mike and Ryan, three of the five band members. Hello. 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 New record, Hot Candy, is coming out October 21st. SmokeyBrights.com. That's your website, right? We got it. Uh, Tis. Yep. All right. Uh, so go there, people. Uh, buy the album, and then go to the CD release show October 21st at Numo's. Radiation yeah. City and Sloucher are also playing. Yeah. Um, so yes, that was a song called Just One Thing. I want to ask you a little bit about sequencing, but before that, you have a song called uh, uh, Start Wearing Black, and I was reading on your website, Jonathan, Jonathan Zwickel wrote a nice uh, article about your record, and he was like, no, that is not a theremin uh, oh, yeah. at, at, you know, on, the, on the song Start Wearing Black, and I'll try to I'll play the song a bit and see if we can get to that part, um, but it's actually your voice, Kim, right? It is, right? yeah, yeah. So let's see, I'm going to just fast forward a little bit. It's your blood. Because it sounds like a ther- it sounds like it's a theremin. It does. Yeah. yeah. Kim can do creepy <laughs> things with her voice. <laughs> Northwest Girls Choir. What up? What up? <laughs> Let's see. Is it coming up? Yeah, I think yeah. it's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. There's no honest way to play. Right there. Yeah. I have goosebumps. <laughs> That's here it is again. Should you stumble Yeah, so that totally I thought it was a theremin, and then I read that piece by Jonathan Zwickel and I was like, that is a really good thing to, to point out. So yeah. that's that's your voice. That's really mm-hmm. impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Soprano 2 in uh, Northwest Girl Choir <laughs> back that, in the day. Oh, right. It was like the really high Sopranos. Wow. They were like, what are we going to do with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and look where that got you today. Oh, look where it got me. <laughs> um, so so sequencing, um, how important is it to you to sequence the record and then also the live show? Because you've got, you're going to probably play on October 21st songs that aren't even on this record, Hot Candy. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, how important is the very first song compared to the very last and, and everything in the middle? Is that important? Let me tell you how important <laughs> it is. Our bassist, Jim Vermillion, who is also a computer programmer, built an app hmm. that we could rearrange the tracks in. And it's just like you could just drag and drop. And so for like months, we were dragging and dropping, screenshotting and sending each other different sequences on the record. Oh, really? Yeah. We finally like decided on one. We got it mastered. And then... I had like a couple happy hours, one with our friend Marco Collins, who's a fabulous, famous DJ. Great guy, guy. yeah. And he's like, I love the record. The sequencing's wrong. And then like <laughs> a week later, I had lunch with um, my two friends, Jeff Ross and Jeff Hyman. They're like just older, like music industry buds. I know them. Yeah, yeah they're lovely. Uh, they listen to the record and they're like, Ryan, we love the record, but the sequencing's wrong. Really? Yeah. So, and was, well, it, we had- was it the same sequencing that Marco heard? Yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. we, we, you know, it was, we recorded in demand to be the first 
song on the record. Yeah. That was the thought. Right. And then, you know, you get so wrapped up in the mixing and the mastering process. And we loved the way that Start Wearing Black came out. We were like, oh, that might be the stronger song now to start with. So maybe let's start with that. And we did that. And people were listening to the record and starting with Start Wearing Black and being like, oh, this record's terrifying. Because it's a scary song. And you're like, no, it's not if you listen to the rest of the record. But it really just set the tone. Right. And it wasn't, that's not the tone of the record. And that's not what we wanted. So we went back to, you know, we often say first thought, best thought. And so we were like, you know what? We recorded in demand to be first. It sounds great first. What are we doing? So we just went back and kind of redid all the all the sequencing, and, and I so think this, it, the sequence that Marco and the Jeffs heard was that with "Start Wearing Black." It was with "Start Wearing yeah. Black." Starter first. That was first, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, and and Marco was like, "That's a scary record you made," <laughs> and, and so, I was like, "No, it's not supposed to be scary." But then I listened to it. I'm like, "Well, no, but it is scary." Yeah. If you start with that song, yeah. And so then what? Uh, the rest of the songs on the record were they in the order they are now? To uh, or was it all kind of janky at that kinda time? Kind of loosely, you know. And like, I should also add that we. We were pressing this record to vinyl, so we're also thinking hot like, pink vinyl, hot, hot pink, pink vinyl, hot pink vinyl. I'm so excited, and yeah, so like, we, you know, we you want to think about the arc of you know, putting side A on, and yeah, we wanted we wanted it to feel like you couldn't possibly help yourself. You have to put on side B. Yeah, so that's why we ended with Baby Big Shot on side A. Oh, okay, uh, which that's is, a great one to end with. On side it's abrupt. A. You were just saying how how unsettled you felt because you thought you were going to get something more, but yeah. you don't. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it complete just, rip off. It's a rip yeah. off of a yeah. song. And then you're it's like, a throwaway then song. you're like, I need my money's worth, so I guess I'll listen to the rest of this thing. That's exactly and right. And that's exactly the attitude we want you to have. You flip <laughs> that's going to be the, the name rest. of your next record. You want to get your money's worth? Flip it over. Flip it over. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And then the it goes into bad blood. <laughs> oh yeah. Then it goes. <laughs> Which is just. Yeah, well, it's just one thing on the record now. And so then what about during a show? How important is sequencing during a show? Oh, yeah. We're Pretty important. super obsessive over it. Yeah? Yeah. About I mean, as much as the <laughs> album itself? Mm-hmm. I think if, if there's an, any element of music that can be obsessed over, we probably are obsessing over it. Um, yeah. Maybe to an unhealthy degree. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> yeah, sequencing, I mean, to me, again, that's like the theater of, of a live performance, you know, like. I see some bands and they just play like everything's just like loud and in your face and you're like, whoa, cool. Like my face got melted off, but uh-huh. you never have time to synthesize. Right. And some things are just so sleepy that you never have time for face melting. Yeah, yeah. And we want a little both, you know? Yeah. We want you to get your dang mm-hmm. money's worth, people. So you're thinking about sequencing for the show already, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got and- a whiteboard going. Smoky Bites, we're running out of time here, uh, sadly, for this episode of The Remix, but... I really appreciate you guys Sean, dropping by. Thank you by. so much thank for having so us. For having you guys uh, make great music, and you're also very uh, friendly people. So people oh. should go to your show October 21st at Numo's Radiation City and Sloucher. Yeah. Hot Candy's the new album from uh, Smoky Brights, and uh, you're going to be having a whole bunch of copies there to sell. Yes, we will. Ooh, yeah. This is a song called Malibu Musk, song number four mm-hmm. on the album. Mm. Um, so yeah, you guys, this has been great. Uh, this is the remix on... Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM, Seattle's News, Seattle's Talk.
Hey, this is Ryan from Smoky Brights, and you are listening to Sean DeTore on the remix. You guys want some hard candy? <laughs> <laughs> Brights, Hot Candy's the new record. This is a song called In Demand. Smoky Brights were here last week, but because they like me and I like them, um, they're back. We're back! Whoa. Whoa, this is so weird. It's like we just did this. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, so your album release is coming up next week, October 21st, uh, and uh, people should go there to Numos. Go check it out. So uh, I have... I have a fun game that I want to play with you guys. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys come back this week was because last week I wanted to play a dating game thing with you guys because Ryan and Kim, you're married. Yeah. To each other. Yeah. And uh, Mike is married to the band. And you're all actually married to the band. It's like a dual marriage thing yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. kind of weird. Took a lot Jim of paperwork. and Nick and I are married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some polygamy going on, and that's okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wanted to have you guys back to play this dating game. That's thing. not true, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to learn uh, about you guys, and I also wanted to see how well you and Kim know each other. But before we do that, your album Hot Candy has uh, a lovely young woman on the front of it in a bathtub full of um, uh, bubble gum. Is it uh, it's gumballs? Like, it's like gumballs and glitter. Yeah. yeah. And, and the jelly tub, beans. The tub is like almost full of all this stuff. Whose idea was this? And how much did you have to spend on all this candy to <laughs> fill the tub? <laughs> Luckily, we live uh, about three blocks away from Costume and Display. So they came through. I don't know whose idea that was. I think we just, we had this just kind of non sequitur of a title, Hot Candy. And then we originally had like kind of a photo of ourselves on the front of the cover. And like it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. We we're like, God, so we're, we're like, boring. So let's. Let's get somebody else on there. Yeah, let's so, put it on the back of the album. Yeah, yeah so we so yeah. we got demoted to the back of the album, and then our friend Cam Shaw, mm-hmm. who is a, a dear friend, fabulous person, and expert woodworker, mm. uh, she agreed to be our model, and yeah. we filled our friend Jordan West's tub up with just tons of candy and then lied to his children <laughs> and said it wasn't real candy because <laughs> what kind of adult brings a, just a tub full of candy to a house with like yeah. two little girls. Well, we were trying to get them to not like sit around and just eat it the whole time. And then at the end of the day, they were helping us clean it up because mm-hmm. they're angels. And <laughs> Cora, one of them, she was like picked up a gumball and put it in her mouth and she's like, oh my gosh, excuse me, you guys, um, this candy is real and it's delicious. <laughs> like she was letting us know, like right. she's doing us a favor and we're like, oh my God, we're the worst. Like we're you worst. guys were like, oh, I didn't realize it was yeah. real. Oh, yeah. geez. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yep. I don't think children. Yep. Yep. I would never do that to a child, but you guys are smoky brights. Yeah. yeah we're horrible. So <laughs> this uh, segment is brought to you by Menon, uh, speed stick by Menon. 
you put it under your arms, it makes you feel real good at night and during the day, and you just kind of have this fresh start, uh, <laughs> much like America's doing. Why don't we play the dating game Ooh. or the newlywed game, whatever you want to call it. We're, How- we're more newlywed than dating, but we're not that new at being wed. How long have you guys been married? A little over two years, so I guess we're technically still newlywed. Yeah. Now, like, on the show, they, like, ask the people the questions beforehand so the people have, like, the answers, so there's proof. Totally. They... So we need to be truthful. Please. Okay. You know, unlike the, the first two yeah. years of your marriage. Your Try to be truthful. truthful. <laughs> Try your best. <laughs> Kim. Okay, so here's how I'll do I'll be like, Kim, what do you think Ryan said to this answer? What is your... What is your spouse's idea of romance? What's your idea of romance? What would he say his uh, idea of romance is? Like what? what's a thing he wants to do romantically? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. How? What am I allowed to say? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think, you know, if we were doing a romantical date or a perfect day, I'll say our perfect day. Let's do it. Here's our perfect day. <laughs> Probably wake up, go to brunch, go thrifting, come home, play with our cat, record some music, and watch some BS on TV. Huh. Does that sound right? Sounds like my perfect day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I think they would also end it with a really nice hot air balloon ride mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where they would Mike serenade knows each us other. too well. Uh, wow. <laughs> Here's the ringer. But they would only speak to each other in pig Latin. Really? Yeah. Wow, this is getting really interesting. Well, Mike might be right, too, now. I don't know. <laughs> um, Sounds better than my sitting around TV day. So, Ryan, what do you think Kim would say to this? Who does the most work around the house? Like, housework. Uh, oh, Kim does the most housework. Mainly because if if it's even remotely needing to get done, she just does it. Like, if there's a speck of dust, it will get vacuumed up. And I haven't even had time to process the fact that it needs to be done. And a few years into a relationship, I was like, hey, do I need to be doing this? And she was like, I'll let you know. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I, I can't expect anybody to be up to that level. You have a whole- It's a deep, clean neuroticism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're on a whole different level of cleaning. Yeah. And Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Totally. You guys do share the smoothie making um, responsibilities, though. <laughs> we do. Something, something I love, very. <laughs> I love our mediator over here. <laughs> That's true. Something <laughs> very adorable that I, I see usually on Tuesdays when I come over is that they make smoothies for the next morning's breakfast. Really? Uh, yeah. And the, usually one of them is making like a really healthy looking smoothie. And it's it's I think it's been about 50-50 so far. So. Yeah, it is about a 50-50 yeah, ratio. Mike is a great mediator. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. great. Oh my gosh, Friend. look okay. at this. We need to take a quick break <laughs> and we'll be back here on the remix. I've got more questions for Ryan <laughs> okay. and Kim. This is going too well to try to contain it in one segment. We'll be back Woo-hoo! on the remix. See you out there, radio. Smokey Brights on Cairo Radio. This is Guy from Acid Tongue. And this is Ian from Acid Tongue. You're listening to the remix with Shonda Tori. That's me. The moment the gum you swallowed comes out of your... That's the moment that Comcast is finally going to say the jig is up. Wow. (laughs) Welcome back to the remix here on Cairo Radio, also known as the... Newlywed game. Yes. Ryan and Kim are in Smoky Brights. Mike over there is also in the band Smoky Brights. Hello, guys. Hey. Hello. 
They have a new record out, well, coming out soon, called Hot Candy. Uh, you should get it because it's really good. And uh, a uh, CD release show at Numo's October 21st. But we've been playing the dating game, also known as the newlywed game, because I can't remember what game we're playing. <laughs> um, so we were uh, in the middle of asking you questions, and then some commercials had to be played. <laughs> I have a question for uh, you, Kim. Yes. What do you think? How do you think Ryan would answer this question? Do you have a pet name for your spouse, and what is it? Well, I, you've got a ton for me. Like, I'm sweetie. I know. Honey. Pretty much anything <laughs> like an old woman in a diner would call a young woman. Baby. Hun. 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 Yeah. Mike, the mediator, said he's got one. Um, can I raise my hand? I, I once heard Ryan use the term kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I don't remember that. Well, that's it. That right. sticks. That's it. Well, Ryan, what would what are some uh, some pet names that Kim would call you? Uh, she just calls me Honey Bear. That's sweet. That's my yeah. one nickname. In fact, that's how I usually, if I have to write a personal note, I will sign it HB. That's awesome. My girlfriend and I call from the desk of Honey Bear. <laughs> My girlfriend and I call each other Bay, even though I know Bay means uh, poop in like, is it Dutch? I think. Oh, whatever. B A E. Yeah, but I love it. I'm like, Bay's yeah, what's up, Bay? Bay's is cute. Is that yeah. for like before anyone else? Is that what that is? I don't know. I think that's what that is. Oh, yeah. I like that. Before anyone else. Man. There you go. God, yeah. Mike has got the knowledge. <laughs> also, uh, I'll, I'll I'll call her Babes. Like, hey, Babes. Babes is nice. It's pluralized. Yeah, because yeah. it kind of sounds like macho, even though I'm like the most non-macho guy. But it just sounds, hey, babes, <sighs> you know, like role, <laughs> role playing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, enough about me, guys. Let's talk about uh, Ryan and Kim. Uh, so, Kim, I have a question for you. Yes. Whom would you cast to play your spouse in a movie? Oh. What would Ryan say he would? Who would play him in a movie? Oh, it'd be John Krasinski from The Office. Yeah, it'd be John Krasinski. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And now, in turn, who would uh, you think Kim would be? I don't know. Do you, would you even have someone in your mind that would play you? Uh, let's travel back in time and uh, hire Stevie Nicks circa 1976. But not because she looks like me, uh-huh. just because that's what I would like people to think I look like. <laughs> okay. You know? Sure. Be like, oh, this if this is who is hired to play Kim, she's got to be pretty fly. Yeah, I don't I don't really have an answer. <laughs> Kim's confusing to me because she doesn't look like anyone else, which is how I know that she's my wife. <laughs> that's good. You uh, have good facial recognition. Prowess. Yeah, like no one could fool me. Like they couldn't come up and couldn't weird Bible story me. Uh <laughs> All right, Ryan. What right. is? And hey, you know what? Maybe we'll uh, include Mike in this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Ryan, what is one bad habit you have that Mike hates? Uh, a bad habit that I have that Mike hates. Yeah. He probably doesn't like it when I forget to eat and I <laughs> get really, really cranky and irrational about small things. Would that be accurate, Mike? That, that's pretty accurate, yeah. Wow. He, he doesn't have a lot of bad, bad habits, but yeah, yeah. we've got to keep Ryan well fed. He gets hangry. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, what is a bad habit that you think Ryan would say that you have that he doesn't like? Oh, well, kind I'm, of I'm so many I'm a, articles. I know. I'm a, I'm a sleep talker. I'm oh, yeah. very active. <laughs> yeah? 
And and I've I think I have fully creeped out my entire band about Really? It. Yeah, probably every time we're on tour pretty much. I think there's at least one. Is there anything you could share with the class about a sleep talking incident? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know cuz I'm usually not like coherent for it, but you know, I'll just like get up and like yell really loud in the room or I'll like eat half a block of cheese or wow. something like that. Can I tell the one <laughs> can I t- t- say what you said when we were in Reno? Yeah, sure. It wouldn't embarrass you? We don't, I no. that might be embarrassing. <laughs> Maybe it might be embarrassing. Suffice it to say, when we well, it wasn't that embarrassing. It was nonsense, but it was scary nonsense. It was scary. He just, just demonic talking. Really? Yeah. Just demonic we just, possession. We thought, wow. I mean, it was like, we just thought he was messing with us yeah. at that point. Were his eyes we, open? No. Yes. In Reno, your eyes <laughs> were, were open. open? <laughs> yeah, I kept looking God, over. Maybe I just couldn't even look at him. Wow. <laughs> so but yeah, we just we, we were like, oh, he's really he really is asleep. This That's is freaky. Yeah, no, it it's kind of freaky. Yeah, yeah. Have you but, ever had you know we got all our stuff checked out like for that? Well, like a a priest. Uh, um. <laughs> 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 you were the inspiration for the Exorcist, even though you probably weren't alive then. Maybe oh you were. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know why that happens. Yeah, that's an interesting. Thing. Yeah, but you know, usually I share a bed with Nick. That's we've kind of figured out what the most optimal sleeping. Situations yeah. are. Nick's really tour. heavy. Yeah, this is on, <laughs> this is on tour. <laughs> right. Not just every night. Not just generally. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, yes. what word best describes Kim first thing in the morning? Like one word or like a phrase or? Uh, one word. Uh, Choose carefully. First thing in the morning. First, jeez, Louise. Uh, chipper. She she's like way more of a morning person than anything I could ever fake. Yeah, is that, would that be accurate, Kim? That is true. Sometimes there is a bit of me just sort of laying in bed, like like she's just ready for the day to start. Yeah, and I am like I am trying to sleep in three more hours than eight hours of sleep. So how would you describe him? One word, first thing in the morning. <laughs> That's List, just listless. Slop. <laughs> Somewhat dazed, you know. He's not like cranky. Mm-hmm. He's not like one of those people where you wake him in the, up in the morning. And you're like, "Ooh, gee, sorry," because I think that's kind of BS. Yeah. He, but he's just sort of like, uh, "What's going on?" It's. I think his reaction is far more natural than mine I'm to like the a hungry bear. beginning of the day, whereas mine is like laying there just thinking about all the things I should be doing. Wow. You know, I feel like we've really learned a whole <laughs> heck of a lot today. <laughs> about Ryan and Kim and a bit of Mike uh, from Smokey Oh yeah, it was a little today. bonus. Yeah. So, uh, you guys, we're out you know of time. Us well. Yeah, you do know them really well. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all kind of best buds, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been uh, you've yeah. been working together for maybe 15 years just throughout all your projects or so with something like that. Uh, we've been working like six years together as this band. Oh, okay. Like, uh, we've known each other longer than that. We've yeah, Nick and Nick been... and Jim are rhythm section to work together for like 15 years. 15 years. years. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, you guys, thanks again for coming thanks, in. Uh, two weekends Sean. in a row. I mean, that's Woo! a real Dude. treat. Lucky yeah. you, huh? Yeah, lucky me. <laughs> um, so again, Smokey Bright's Hot Candy coming out October 21st. Go to their show at Numos. Please come out. It's going to um, be rad. It's going to be super rad. Radiation City, I believe, right? And yes. Sloucher are going to be opening for you guys. So yes. I appreciate it, you guys. Smokey yeah. Bright's, SmokeyBrightsMusic.com. This is the remix on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News, Seattle's News.